So the NFL season is up and running. The Packers will have finally a home game here, week three against the New Orleans Saints. Of course, the Packers are part of the iconic fabric of the NFL, which dates back to 1920, really before that football started. But the first ever NFL football game. Are you familiar with it? It happened on Sunday, October 3rd, 1920. But not much is known about this game until now, anyway. Triangle Park is a documentary film based on the first ever NFL game. And the director of the film is Alan Farst, who joins us in our studio today. Alan, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. And I'd like to guess, talk about your inspiration for trying to bring this film to life. Um, you know, it was it was a story that just wasn't told. You know, we're we're out of Dayton, Ohio, and um, you know, when you look at uh, as an NFL fan, it just seemed logical. Why isn't somebody telling this story that's 103 years old? So three years ago, we kind of looked at uh, the family descendants and had meetings and and to see what they knew, and then you know, we found out that there really was a story here, and we started to put it together. And they had little trinkets and necklaces and things that they haven't shared with the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and so then we were like, all right, we we're really going to tell this story. So that's really what we started with. Alan, when you start off with a documentary, you know you have a vision, but as you started this path, this journey, what were some of the fascinating things that you're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea I would come across this? Well, at the time, you know, you're, you're hoping that there's just something cool, you know, so to find a necklace that there's only, you know, two of that are still in existence to this day that the, the team got, they looked like triangles out of the Dayton Triangles. Um, and there's the teams that played were the Dayton Triangles in, in Dayton, Ohio, and then the Columbus Panhandles. And they were kind of the Panhandles were kind of from the Pennsylvania Railroad side. And they had the Nesser brothers that were really famous. So, you know, those discoveries are great. But then selfishly, as a football fan, as I'm going through this as a director, right, you, you know, I, I get Michelle Tafoya to come on with us to be the narrator. She's like Sunday night, Monday night football, you know, glory gal for all these years. And Michelle asked me, um, do you need any help with any players? I said, well, yeah. And she goes, well, who do you want help with? And I said, I said, well, I really want Eric Dickerson. I said, you know, because when I was a kid at 14, that's when he broke the record with 2105 in a single season rushing record. And being from Dayton, the four o'clock games were always SMU and the Los Angeles Rams. And I just love that guy. And I kept a, 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 it was like a full page ad in the USA Today that said, Hey, congratulations, Eric Diggerson, for breaking the record. And we couldn't have run a better ad than you ran for us, Adidas. And I just thought that was so. I kept it all these years. Uh-huh. So I let Dickerson know what he was getting himself into with me. <laughs> there are some other voices and faces and names that people certainly know as part of this film. You lean on Joe Theismann, the likes of Chris Collinsworth, and Joe Buck in telling this story. And really, this goes a long way, in, especially in our audience here with uh, so many Packers fans listening. But Alan, I wanted to also bring in Jack Giambroni, who has got one of the most incredible Lombardi collections known to man just talk about your syncing up and and i guess one's importance to the other as part of the entire project well you know i'm i've been fortunate enough to be a director and i get in the media at time for you know at times and uh when i announced i was going to do this project the media was all over it and lo and behold jack was paying attention that day and saw us and then he just reached out to me and he told me he had this you know vince lombardi collection which i was unaware of and he's the largest collector. And I went to his house, which is like a museum, to meet him. And I was just blown away that this guy had all of this stuff. 
And so then uh, Jack wanted to lend his support to the project, which he's been a great partner, you know, because documentaries are a lot of, you know, labor of love, right? So, um, so to have his collection come out with us on the road for one of our sponsors, Baird. Baird is a financial planning company. They've been supporting us uh, on this project for three years, and that's why we're in town is to do a little mini premiere with them and their clients. So Jack comes along, and then he we show our premiere, and Jack shows them all this crazy Vince Lombardi stuff that he's like got one-offs of and stuff. And it's, it's a heck of a team, you and I. You know, I love it. Without a doubt. And uh, you talk about Coach Lombardi and passion. Baird passion and Alan's passion for for this film and presenting the uh, the product of the very first NFL football game. Um, the collection is 35 years in the making. Mm. I coached uh, 25 years college and professional football. And Coach Lombardi was always the person I went back to to help me understand what football, what coaching was all about, how to organize your team, uh, how to treat your players, how to, how to gather a staff. And it started with a simple book and a simple signed check from him. And I thought that his message just transcend professions and organizations. And I thought it was a great message. And one item led to another, led to another. Um, and now we've got eight items in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and seven items in the Green Bay Packer Hall of Fame. Um, and yesterday we had a great show in Green Bay and hopefully another tremendous show here in Milwaukee tomorrow. So th- th- this is fascinating. The collection that you have built, it started, I'm sure, just as a kind of an ode to the coach, right? And there's not much of his stuff available that can be found in fact you probably have the most of it uh are, are you now at a point where people will will forfeit some of their memorabilia to you that is lombardi related and then people come calling to you to have it in the hall of fame that's a great point because the most memorable piece that we have is just given to us because at the end of the note that said we believe that this item has a better home with the lombardi collection than it does with me and that's impactful for us, and we're mm. proud of that. And we don't collect just a hoard. We collect a display, and we collect a share. And that's always been kind of the, the, the landmark about the Lombardi collection and legacy. We, we love sharing. We love people to get the same enjoyment that we do. Jack, what is the selection process? Or when you see a project, I'm sure over the years there's been a lot of people that have come and wanted to – display this or show this off and when you see a project or someone approaches you what is your selection process and it doesn't have to be something that captivates you that wants you to share this that's exactly right it has to be it has to push that hot button and it also has to to live up to the principles of coach lombardi the commitment to excellence um the hard work the uh family uh, he, he speaks of love and all of those things and those are the things that uh, Alan embodied in this in this project, and we were more than happy to be involved. And when I told Alan I got a little collection, hmm. would you like to come down and and take a look? Uh, <laughs> uh, thank goodness he bought in because we're we're proud to be part of it. Did any uh, trinkets make it into the film, Alan, or how was it incorporated? No, um, Jack. You know, had, well, it. yeah, he had the Vince Lombardi <laughs> stuff, and um, you know, I think when you looked at 1920. Uh, it, that was a lot earlier than, you know, obviously the Green Bay Packers collection was sure. Vince Lombardi. So, um, but I did look up a little history with you guys and, you know, 620, you guys were right around all, all pretty close to 1920 when you got the license, right? So that's I right. think that's like 1921 I saw. So your vintage, is, you're, 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 we should be doing a doc on you guys. Right? About 100 years <laughs> or so of carrying Packers football. That's part yeah. of the heritage of WTMJ. You know, I will say this, when you go to Green Bay, you know, what an honor to be there with our film because, you know, it's, you know, the fans are football fans. And we had such a packed house last night and so warm reception. 
um, because the film is really a, a soft, it's, it's really for the love of the game, right? The mm. love of football. And I wanted it to uh, encapsulate what was going on in 1920. You know, you had obviously prohibition in the spring, but you had football that formed. It stuck. It finally made it from, you know, August and September when the league was formed. We play in October. And then it was also in, in uh, later in the year, you women could vote for the first time, 19th Amendment. And so I knew that we wanted to celebrate some of those things that women could vote in the film. And we have some tie-ins. And there's a really great story um, that you'll see in the film about Susie Colbert, who was a ESPN X Games and Monday Night Sunday Football girl as well. And, you know, she's one of the first girls to attempt to play football in 1974, peewee football. And she went out and she tried to, to make the team, makes the team. And then there's a story in the film that you're going to find out of why she doesn't end up making the team uh, for the remainder of the season. But there's a lot of feel-good things because the love of the game, it affects us all in different ways, right? I mean, just think about it. You're going to see Ben Roethlisberger, Cooper Cup, Theismann, you know, Aikman, and they're going to be telling you about what it was like when they passed the ball in the backyard or their dad or their mom. You're going to see things that you normally don't see out of them because they're usually talking about game of the week, right? So there's just some interesting things in this film that for 90 minutes, I think we, it's just going to be a roller coaster of fun. It's called Triangle Park, a documentary film based on the first ever NFL football game written and directed by Alan Farst. And it's going to be in theaters starting October 25th. And you've got a worldwide release near Thanksgiving. Is that correct? Yeah, we're going to kind of launch everything through the website. So if uh, your listeners want to check out triangleparkmovie.com. Sign up because the theaters are rolling in now. They're going to have theaters up this way. There's about 700 of them that'll go into, and then eventually it'll come out on Amazon, you know, digitally streaming, which should be around Thanksgiving. Uh, so the you know obviously stays with the theme of a generational kind of moment, right? And that way, you know, I think the thought was is that you know if you're home having Thanksgiving and celebrating with your family, you're talking about some of those memories passing the football hmm. and and i just thought that would go well with it so alan farce jack Brony, thank you guys so much for coming in good luck with everything and congrats on yeah. getting to this part very yeah. exciting thank you greg appreciate thank you. you guys